But yeah, all five games under ten for under ten bucks. Yeah, why not? Yeah, you you've you made the sale. Shut up and take my money. Even if you're only gonna play Sands of Time and then play Warrior Within for ten minutes just so you can sing I Stand Alone. Honestly, I think the first so Sands of Time for sure. Warrior Within just because you know, it's honestly we played the shit out of that game. I think Warrior Within just lands it on theme. Like I remember that commercial with the What's that band called? I forget what that band is called now. But oh, they, that's, uh, is that God? That's Godsmack. Godsmack, and yeah. Yeah, I, it just hits. And then you play the game and like that first encounter, that first encounter has uh, the music starts, like the riff starts up. And you're just like, okay, you know what? This isn't your granddaddy's Prince of Persia. Like this is edgier. And that was what? 2004, 2005? Right when... Uh, yeah, I think like heavy metal was kind of having a moment, or like metal—not heavy metal, but metal was having a moment. I think who was it? Uh, the sometimes goodbyes, the second chance guys were on the charts. Uh, Disturbed yep. was at its peak in popularity. Uh, who were the who were the scary guys in Mass? Slipknot, and then Noir, not Noir, Guar. There it is, Guar. It was just yeah, it was a, not a weird time in music, but just like less poppy. <laughs> Here I am. Right, talk, right, right. Here I am talking about these like metal esque heavy bands as non poppy. There, if there are any fans of those bands listening, they they want to rip my throat out right now, and for good reason. Well, let's see. So, Sands of Time, uh, two thousand three. Okay. And then, sorry, I'm, I had to go through. Like, I put in Prince Pitcher series, and it just pulled up Sands of Time. I'm like, he's, okay, great. He's on the Wikipedia page. I'm, I'm on the Wikipedia page. They uh, usually have the, they have the timeline usually. Uh, this one didn't. It didn't. I guess that's what I was looking for. Is that series where it gives you a timeline? Uh, Warrior Within 2004. Uh-huh. I didn't know it was on the BlackBerry. What? Yeah, apparently in March 2006 it was on the BlackBerry. It might have been one of those side scrollers. I think it was because they did the same thing with Sands of Time, and they had it on the Game Boy Advance. It had to be. It was the time of the GBA. Like it had to be a side scroller. It wasn't anything fancy. And then there's Two Thrones. Two Thrones would have been Two 05 Thrones. or 06. Oh five, they they went back to back to back. I didn't realize that because then they took a year off to do the first assassin. I think the first Assassin's Creed was either two thousand six or two thousand seven. Yeah, because I think this was their last uh, previous okay. gen. Then they went to the three sixty PS three. Now you've got me curious. When was the first Assassin's Creed? I want to say it was two thousand seven, but that might have been two. Oh, don't uh, Google, don't Google Assassins. Google Assassin's Creed. Now I'm gonna listen more. <laughs> I'm going to say it was 2007. No, 2006, because it was out for a few years before. First one was 2007. So Xbox 360 came out in 05. PS3 and Wii came out in 2006, if I'm remembering correctly. I I thought it was 360 first for a while. 360 was uh, first. Yeah. Yeah, and then the PS3 version came out like a year later or something. There was like a lot of bugs to it, if I remember correctly. Well, now I need on to top know. of the 360 bugs. See, now we're just going down a Wikipedia rabbit hole. So, 360 came out November 22nd, 2005. PS3 came out like almost a year and to the day, like a year later, November oh, 17th. And that's when Sony was still doing their um, different region release windows. Wow, that's crazy. I can't wait till we get up to those years because those really, are like really, really big transition years. I guess we should do the intro. Hey, everybody, this is Smashing Game Time. I'm Nick. 
And I'm Josh. I think I pointed the right way for that. I don't have the screen up. Today we are doing another speed cap. Uh, it's Josh's turn. He's going to do Sands of Time since I got two of the Silent Hill 3 characters right. I went ahead and chose um, Prince of Persia Sands of Time for him. Josh, how are you feeling about this one? Uh, not as confident as... Me- well, see, I said not as confident with Metal Gear Solid 2. I did pretty well, actually. Uh, with this one, obviously, this is probably one of the more played games that we had, but I, I know there's parts I'm going to miss. How I, much, I can feel it. How much research did you do? Uh, I sat down for at least an hour and read it, everything okay. I could. Okay. I, I have a punishment in my mind. Do, you, do we want to discuss it real quick? We can. Yeah, sure. Okay. So my punishment, and I have another one for later on, but this is the punishment I came up with. Like, I think I was like just on a run yesterday and thought of it. Loser has to do the next stream shirtless. Sure, I guess. I mean, I mean, if you're not comfortable, we can find something else. But I'm, I'm not comfortable watching you shirtless. That's my problem. Well, we're, if we if we do it like we did this last stream, where we're both in a separate room, <laughs> so that's kind of you know. I mean, if you were well, if you were a true uh, compadre, both people would do it shirtless. But yeah, I, I say the loser does the next stream shirtless. All right, all right. Be let's it, do it. Be it XCOM or whatever the game is. All right. Well, I don't know about XCOM seeing as you killed all of our characters. We might have to restart that, or we might just have to start two. I don't know. I might, I'll put a poll in the Discord and see what people say. They're going to tell us to keep going until we die. Until we die and then and then jump into two? I hear well, two. I guess technically we'd do Enemy Within or something. True. Is two, is two harder than one? In my opinion, it is. Okay. Because the Chimera Squad, I played Chimera Squad before the rest of them, and I think Chimera Squad's the easiest. But it's also, like, got, like, a flat, like, this is the story. Like, these characters already all have names. Well, I mean, there's a reason why people meme on 2 saying you could have a 99% chance of doing damage and it still misses. Don't tell me that, Josh. Don't tell me that. I'm just being honest. It's the one game. I'm not going to lie. It's the one game. I spent at least 20, 30 plus hours on one campaign and still lost on like the second hardest mode. I just love how all, all these named characters are like, we've got all these named characters and they're all dead. Like every last one of them. I don't think we've had one survive. No. Well, you killed, you killed like six of them. Folks, let me, let me remind you we have, so Josh has 20 things he has to hit. Josh, don't look at the screen. Do not cheat. Josh has to hit uh, all. Up? Josh has to hit all twenty of these points once I pull them up. I'm on the Wikipedia page, so any uh, last minute studying there for you, Josh. Yep, he has hit covered. all twenty of these. Uh, we won't have them up while he's doing the speed run. We do have a link to a PDF of this in the show notes, so you can pull that up and follow along if you'd like. If you're driving, don't do that because that is crazy. Uh, have your passenger do it though. <laughs> no, don't do it while driving, Josh. Please don't. No, I said have your passenger do it. <laughs> have your passenger pull it up and read them off to you. I'm not like, that crazy. Here are 20 moments. Josh, I will give you I will give you a little spoiler. Uh, mention mention some gameplay stuff. That'll that'll help your score. And there Perfect. there was a little note in there about the future of the series. So maybe mention something about the future of the series. Those are those Perfect. are the two hints you're getting from me. Otherwise, folks, like I said, we are smashing game time. We're everywhere that you can find your podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Drop us a rate and review over on the Apple Podcast. We got the first one up. It was me. Who cares? Uh, but we do. We would love some words of kindness or some nice little roasts to read about Josh because who doesn't love a good roasting of Josh? I do. 
he, oh yeah, he loves it. I love my roast. He loves roast. He loves rump roast. It's his favorite. All right, Josh, are you ready? I am ready. All right, here we go. In three, two, one, and you're on. All right, so it starts off with uh, the prince telling the story of like the games. Like basically, he's narrating what's happening or what's going on or what happened. I guess. Spoiler alert. Uh, anyway, so it starts off with. Uh, his father, uh, I can't remember his name, but it's like the he's like the king of Persia, basically, traveling uh, to uh, somewhere in India. I think it's like a, a, it's a foreign country in India, it's somewhere in there. Anyway, uh, no, no, he's traveling to India. It's, he's traveling to a distant land somewhere, and uh, they meet up with like that country's king's advisor. Uh, he's called the vizier, or vizier, or however you want to call it. Uh, basically, the vizier convinces the prince's father to attack uh, the, the kingdom that they're going to basically uh, attack it. And he's like, Oh, if you do it, there's, you know, honor, glory, wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Um, and so it starts off basically as everybody as the army is basically attacking the kingdom. The prince is like, Oh, well, I did not seek uh, honor in battle. I seeked my father's favor in uh, the wealth. He's trying to find the, What's it called? I think it's a. I think the the king's name is like Maharajas. I think that was his name, but like basically, it's like the the biggest wealth that is known at that time. So he's looking for that vault. So uh, as the army attacks, the prince is you know is trying to go through and find this vault before anybody else can approve himself. So he goes in, he fights a couple of lackeys, he eventually makes his way to the vault, and when he gets there, the one thing he's drawn to is this huge. Uh, hourglass basically it's like a huge sand hourglass and there's a dagger uh embedded in it and this is like is like oh he just he he's fixated on it. and then when he finally gets to it uh he takes the dagger from the hourglass uh, upon doing that though he kind of accidentally realizes that he it can control time because he sees like some falling debris he accidentally does something with a dagger and it kind of reverses it back so it goes back and seizes it again and he's like oh well what the heck is this and so uh from there the you find out that uh, the, the king of persia's army has taken over the the palace and uh, he's taken the the hourglass and all the wealth basically for himself anyway so upon getting the hourglass back he or they were like talking about like um the more wealth that's within it and the visor basically kind of like he kind of wants the dagger and the hourglass because you find out that he's actually dying and there is apparently an, a legend saying that if you release the sands and you control it that basically have immortality so he kind of like coerces the the prince into tells him like hey go ahead and activate it uh and kind of like you know plays the prince into doing it so he does it and then the Maharajas, is that, I think that's his name. The the king who that you invaded his land, his daughter, her name is Fela? Farah. Farah? I think it's Farah or Farah, I can't remember. She, like, tries to, like, so she's captured and is taken as a prisoner. And she tries to, like, warn them not to do it, but the prince once goes ahead and does it. Uh, upon releasing it, the visor ends up using his um, his magic to manipulate the sands and starts transforming people all throughout it. 
and there's only two people who don't get transformed the visor himself because he's able to use magic to manipulate it and then the prince who has the dagger of uh, time the prince or the visor basically is like hey give me the dagger give it to me now prince is like hell no and then basically escapes the whole uh throne room and as you're like fleeing the sand is kind of being manipulated throughout the whole entire palace and everybody who touches it is being changed into these creatures, including the king uh, of Persia. So basically, you're, uh, you find out that it's only you, the prince, the vizier, and uh, God, I can't, her name's going to bother me now. I'm going to say Farah. I'm just going to stick with Farah. Uh, you basically find out that all three of you are uh, the only ones who aren't changed. And that's because, and the, Farah, the reason Farah's not changed is. She, I think she's technically like the keeper of the, or her family's like the keeper of the, the hourglass. So there are like artifacts passed down through generation. I believe she has something like, a, it's like a medallion basically. So that's why she wasn't changed either. So basically you're traveling throughout the whole place, trying to get, basically get back to the hourglass. And you find out that the hourglass was moved to the tower of, was the Tower of... Damn, that's going to bother me. I can't remember the name. It was moved to a tower. So you and Farrah kind of like work together to work your way up. And in battle, you learn that you can control uh, time, uh, mainly uh, rewinding stuff. See, I don't remember what else you could do in it with it. I don't think you could fast forward. I think it was only rewind in this one. So you would like rewind time like if you got hit like so many times you can go back like a few seconds before you got hit you could use the time to manipulate puzzles like if you needed to if you had to like reverse the time flow to be able to have like these blocks reappear because they were falling apart you can you can reverse it and then it'll come back and you could climb up it and run away whatever blah 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 uh let's see what else what else what else um so from there so basically you find out the reason they're going to the hourglass is the prince has to return the dagger back to the hourglass and it should fix everything. I say should, because obviously it hasn't been done. No one really knows. Um, as the prince and fair are traveling, uh, they start you know, at first. It's kind of like they're like hostile towards each other, like more standoffish as it progresses. They slowly become like a more, relaxed and more genuine uh they you know they become more comfortable around each other uh and the prince actually starts falling for her he and he kind of thinks the same thing that she, like she's falling in love with him but obviously it's him speculating so you don't know oh as this is all going on the prince starts seeing visions uh, i forgot to mention this so at different times he sees like kind of like the future of what's going to happen um and at this particular moment as he's like starting to fall for her she he starts to see visions of her stealing the dagger from him and so he starts to like question himself and question her motives like well what what's in it for her like her whole family's basically dead or captured she her kingdom is you know no longer hers so like what what does she benefit from all this so he starts to like basically starts to like push her away and it's kind of like I need to like focus on the task ahead and need to keep an eye on her at the same time. 
and as he's seen that vision like she starts to become more like urgent about getting to the tower getting to the sands um and he's just he just doesn't know what to do he's like he's like he's torn because he doesn't know whether to trust her or because the you know so far the visions he's seen have all been true for the most part so he's like i don't know what to do uh so 10 minutes left josh okay okay uh so basically as he they get to the tower Farah is like telling him how to basically recapture the sands of time and put it back into the hourglass. Um, but as the prince is still questioning her motives, he hesitates and kind of like confronts her about it. Like, hey, why, you know, you know, I, my family captured you. We put you in as a slave. Uh, we killed your father. We took all this stuff. So like, why? Why are you here? Why are you helping me? And as this is happening, uh, the vizier like basically comes out of nowhere, uh, knocks the prince off the top of the hourglass. He tries, and he basically takes the dagger from the prince. Uh, the prince, though, chose to save Farah instead of the dagger. But before you know, the vizier could take a hold of the dagger completely, uh, the prince is able to snag the dagger real quick from his grasp. Uh, they fall from the tower into this, like, dark uh, pit, basically. And you learn that the prince is terrified of, like, cramped spaces. He has claustrophobia. And um, Farrah talks about a story uh, with a secret word. Uh, don't even ask me how to, to say it. I don't even remember what the word was. But basically, it's a word that her mom uh, told her would open secret doorways. So the prince, like, is in the secret doorway, or in a secret passage himself, and realizes after uh, a little bit that Farrah is no longer with them. She was right there telling him the story. She kind of, like, disappeared. And he's like, well, what the hell? So he looks for her in the this, in this secret passage, and he eventually finds her uh, in a bath, bathing. And she's like, hey, come here in the water and join me. And he kind of does because he obviously is in love with her. Uh, removes all of his clothes and stuff and everything. And uh, they make love. Uh, then he falls asleep and he wakes up and realizes, oh, my weapons are gone, including the dagger of time. Pharaoh basically stole it from him. Anyway, so, <laughs> but by the time he realizes that they're gone, Pharaoh's already gone as well. So he's like, well, shit. I, you know, that permonition revision came true so uh he does finally or so he finds another sword first because obviously he has no weapons and then pursues pharaoh and he finally catches up to her she was being attacked by uh more sand creatures uh and she's knocked over the ledge uh of the hourglass uh, so the prince was able to catch her just in the nick of time, but he was grabbing, he catches the blade portion of the dagger, uh, preventing her from falling. So he wasn't going to let go of the dagger until basically to save everyone. And so she realizes, well, the only way to save, you know, this, everyone that's, you know, dead and keep Vizier from taking over and having immortality is to let go. So she lets go of the dagger and dies falls to her death. So the prince ends up being like swarmed by all these other sand creatures. He fights them. Um, but after he finishes fighting them, he realizes that 
he can't use the dagger to rewind time to save her because too much time has passed. The dagger only has a certain amount of time. I can go back. I think it's like canonically like 15 seconds or something like that. I don't know exactly, but it's just, just you just know there's not enough time. So he, you know, he breaches the bottom of the glass. He mourns her death and everything. And the vizier arrives. Vizier tries to convince the prince to take immortality for himself. But of course, prince refuses. And in his anger, he puts the dagger back into the hourglass, basically. And then he somehow triggers a grand rewind, a huge rewind. Basically, uh, he's able to return all the sand to the hourglass. And then time actually goes back all the way to prior uh, of the attack of the palace. So it's like, they think it's like before the vizier visits the, the king of Persia. So that's kind of like where the the story picks up because in the beginning you are like climbing into this room uh, to speak with Farah, and you find out that it, the whole time it was the prince telling the story of what happened, why he's there. Um, and Farah just kind of like doesn't believe him because she was, you know, she's just like, that's just, it's a fairy tale. Uh, and as that happens, the visor comes in, realizes that the prince is there, heard his story and knows it's, you know, somewhat true and he's like, okay, well, I'm going to kill her and blame the prince. So you, the prince sits there and fights Vizier and his, like, magic double and ends up, like, finally killing him. And Farah is just like, why would you tell me such a, fanta- like, a fantastic story when, he, you know, this all happens? And then he's just kind of, like, kisses her. She, you know, rejects it, pushes him away, slaps and everything. Prince rewinds time. Oh, by the way, the prince kept the dagger somehow. That was never explained, but for some reason when time rewinded itself all the way, he still got the dagger. But rewinds time. Uh, he says, uh, instead of, like, kissing her this time, he, he agrees with her and says, uh, the account of uh, Vizier's treachery was just a story, whatever. Uh, and before he leaves, though, uh, she asks for his name and the prince uh, tells her uh, to call him whatever the secret word is. It's going to, I don't, I can't think of it, but it's like a, the secret word that her mother told her and it's only her mother and her knew. Uh, and she realizes like, there's probably some legitimacy to his story because that's only a word that me and my mother knew. And that's where the game ends. And as far as the future goes, I'm assuming based on how you hinted it, uh, you were either referring to the fact that Sands of Time was being remade. It was supposed to come out last year, 2021, uh, but it, COVID pushed it back and we still don't have a release date. Uh, but this also leads to uh, The Warrior Within, The Two Thrones, The Forgotten Sands, which uh, The Warrior Within is actually the prince somehow is able to reverse time back to before the Sands of Time. Two and a half made. minutes left, Josh. Uh, let's see what else can I mention um, the prince is the one narrating the story oh when you die or you're doing something that messes up and you can hear the prince go no 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 that's not how the story goes and that's because he's telling the story to Farah, and he's trying to like it's just the gameplay of how everything's happening so as it's being narrated it's the prince telling the story to Farah after the story had already happened I don't think there was a fast forward in this one I can't remember though I think it was just rewind and slow maybe no, it was just rewind. Okay, that's what I'm going to stop that. I'm going to stop it. I'm done. I don't know how good it did. Hey, you got a minute and a half left. Look at you go. All right, I've already got it scored, Josh. Uh, I think I have you beat, but let's double check it together. Uh, so looking at the score, 
Who's narrating? You got that one. It was the prince. Uh, who are they narrating to? You also got that. That's Farah. What country is the prince and his father passing through? They're passing through India on their way to... I have it written down. They're on their way to... Uh, it is Azad. They're on their way to Azad. Uh, bad guys, the Pfizer, oh, okay. like you said. Pfizer. Um, what does he want? You mentioned it. He is ill and the sands of time will heal him. Uh, Josh, you kept saying dagger, but I was waiting for you to actually name the dagger. It's a dagger of time, isn't it? That's what you I said. You, we could rewind the tape. You never said dagger of time. You just said the dagger to unlock the sands of time. of time. Never. God damn it. You could rewind ah. the tape. You never said dagger of time. You got Pharaoh right. Whatever. You didn't mention that Pharaoh was being gifted to the, um, I believe it was the king of Azad or the the, uh, the emperor of Azad. I totally So she was a that. prisoner and she was being gifted as they were unlocking the sands of time. Uh, Prince unlocked the sands of time. You got that one. Who was spared from the sands? You almost forgot to mention Pharaoh, but you circled back and got it. So good on you. She's protected from the medallion. Pfizer protected by his staff. Prince protected by the dagger of time. You never mentioned wall running, Josh. <sighs> this has the best game wall running ever. Until Titanfall came out like 10 years later, this was the best wall running. You mentioned rewinding time. Uh, Sands of Time turned everybody else into monsters. You got that one. How many swords are in the game? You never even mentioned that the swords change. <laughs> I totally forgot. Well, so I just remembered you had the first, your sword that you had throughout it, and then the Dagger of Time, and then uh, that part where you, the Pharaoh steals the sword and Dagger, he ends up finding another sword. But I forgot there was more than that. Yeah, there's four total swords in the game. Uh, what does the uh, what does the print who does the prince work with? You got that right. That was Farah. Uh, who betrays the prince? That was also Farah. <laughs> what word does Farah tell the prince in the tomb? And this is a, this is your great white buffalo. Are you ready for this? I can't remember the freaking word. What is it? It is Kakaluka Yam, which I looked up and it is uh, roughly translated to the dove and the owl. I got that from the wiki. So if it's wrong, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Josh. No, no points will be rewarded. No points will be rewarded. I was never going to get that one. And may the Lord have mercy on your soul. <laughs> Who was awakened by the events of this game? You started to go into it. I thought for sure you were going to name Dahaka, but you never said Dahaka. <laughs> oh, I okay. Well, when you said let into it, I wasn't sure if you were talking about like franchise or if you're talking like, you know what I mean? Like, I. I well, the whole I reason Dahaka's role in. Uh, in the lore is he's the protector of timelines and the protector of uh, things chronologically happening the way they're supposed to happen. And he is unlocked by the, the events of this game because the prince is fucked with time way too much. Well, yeah. You, the, so it's supposed to be Farah dies. The prince still kills Vizier and the country. Is it Azad that it all happened in? Yeah, it was because they, they were gifting the they were gifting the hourglass and Farah to the emperor of Azad. That's right. So there, he was supposed to be the only one to survive and move on, but since the prince rewinded in time, it woke him, and then the reason he traveled back further is because he realized that he couldn't defeat the creature, and the only way to defeat it would be to go back in time and stop the sands of time from being created. That is correct. Uh, what fear does the prince have? I was surprised you got this. I didn't think you were going to get it. He is afraid of tight spaces. Uh, didn't stop him and Farah from getting it on, though. hey oh, Zing, 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 zing. I mean, uh, technically, it was in a, in a light... Or, a lit bath, wasn't it? It's like, it was like yeah, it was a, it was a lit bath. Lit. That was that was a sex joke, Josh. Keep uh, up. I got it. <laughs> uh, and then the sort of enlightened warrior. He gets this after Ferris steals all his stuff. There's like this weird like light puzzle, and it's that sword with like the uh, 
black steel sword with like the gold trim on it that kills like the sand that kills the sand creatures with like one swipe. Uh, I, honestly, I have to play the game again to be honest, because like a lot of this, I was like reading it. And I'm like, I don't remember half of this. I also think I also think 20 minutes was too much time for this because there was there's not a whole lot of story in the game. There's like no, the first I, beats I freezing up though. There's the first beats and the end beats. Yeah, Josh, a lot of dead air in there. A lot of dead air. <laughs> Dude, I was, okay, there's a lot to think of, and I didn't study very well apparently. So let me let me go back and score this. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. 13 times 2.5. Man, did I call it or what? 32.5. Ding, ding, ding. I think that means I win. I was 36.5, Josh. God damn it. You know what that means? Shirtless XCOM, Joshua. Damn it. Shirtless XCOM. A true sport would join me, though. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But if I see you when I see you on Tuesday on the stream and you're not if you're not shirtless, there will be hell to pay. You'll have to remind me, honestly. I will remind you. I'm gonna try and forget I'm gonna drink my sorrows tonight and forget about it. I will remind you. All right, Josh. So everyone, that is the speed cap. Uh Josh, any final words? Yeah, if anybody's watching or listening and you're interested, the prince's whole story is actually on sale right now. On Steam. Yeah, so all five Prince of Persia games on sale on Steam for nine bucks. Hopefully, so this doesn't go up until the thirty no, first. This doesn't go up till the thirty first, but we'll put something in. We'll put something in. Uh, we have Instagram now. We'll put something up on the Instagram. Make sure, uh, guys, go check us out on Instagram on Twitter. We're everywhere. Smashing game time. Uh, I'm Nick at Nick Fat Knight on Twitch. Also that Kaufman on Twitter and. I am pointing the right way. Josh, where are you at? There you go. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Twitch at I'm Josh saying. I'm Josh saying. So, folks, again, if you have the time, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That'll get us in front of more earballs and eyeballs. Uh, next week is 2004. Yep. And Josh is going to be pulling that sheet, so that'll be a lot of fun. I think 2004 is a banger, if I'm remembering correctly. I think it's the last good year. Well, one of the last. Yeah, I think it's the last good year for that gen and then we don't see anything really pop until like 2006 it's a very yeah it's a very short what, what is that generation five of the consoles very short generation yeah as always folks thanks to alex marvin clark for hunt him down our intro and outro song and that is the best i'm going to get that outro piece right there i like that is so good oh my goodness that was the best it's ever take. been one take again everybody i'm nick that's josh this is smashing game time and we'll see you guys next time and we're sure it's going to be a smashing game time